from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. The live from America. It is part two today, which is Thursday, August 5th, year of our Lord. 2021. It is already August 5th. It's blowing my mind. Thank you for watching Live from America. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, the original, original godfather of MAGA music, ladies and gentlemen. Well, at least MAGA rap, anyway. And everybody goes, well, I hate rap. Why do you have to use to do rap? Then they hear the music, and they're like, oh, wait a minute, I like that. I like that. So if you haven't heard, build the wall, drain the swamp, um, America is dying, rebirth of America, so many others, then you might want to check them out on my website, jeremyherald.com, or of course, on any major music download site as well. So thank you guys very much for joining in. Gotta, <laughs> when don't I have a good show for you? You know what I mean? I always, I notice that I say that all the time. I got a good show for you. Got a great show for you. Got a wonderful show for you. Got a packed show for you. But either way, I got a great show for you lined up tonight. Folks, I'm going to go to social media right now because that is what birthed this show. And that is where all of our Live from America family members are hanging out right now. So let's go to Rumble real quick. Give some live shout outs. We've got Angel Eyes watching. Melly7 is watching. Nelly Tight says, Rebirth of America. How you doing, man? Good. Uh, thank you for joining in. Barbara Naylor. Love you, my brother. Been working on your tie-dye. Shout out. Big shout out to Barbara Naylor or Kind Embroidery, ladies and gentlemen. She is so kind. She is so wonderful. And she's done so much for the Live from America family. So if you can, check her out on Etsy at Kind Embroidery. Who else we got in here? Good evening, Jeremy and Patriots, says Trump Girl 49. Andy Henry says, howdy. Uh, Susan S. here in New Jersey. How you doing, Susan? Good to see you. Steven Susson is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Say hello to Steven. It's always great to have these, uh, these names that I'm starting to recognize more and more. And especially, it's been nice to be able to put a voice to some of these names with the Telegram voice chat. But now Telegram has video. Video. So we're going to be figuring that out as well as we move forward. <clears throat> Excuse me. Rival78 says, I got my Swamp Donkey and Sour Patch Kids out. Yay! Glad you got your Swamp Donkey sticker. I sent out another 40 Swamp Donkey stickers to donors today. Um, Cinnabon says, Jeremy, you should... I missed it. Sorry. <laughs> it went too fast. It is so hard. If you guys do have Telegram or Instagram and follow me, you'll notice that I posted a picture the other day of all the different screens I have. It's pretty overwhelming, but I'm figuring it out. Um, Ron and Linda from Michigan are in the building. Thank you, Ron and Michigan. We're going to talk about some stuff uh, pertaining to Michigan today. Woody1980 says, good evening from Crossville, Tennessee. Gotta love Tennessee, ladies and gentlemen. You gotta love that Tennessee Freedom Force. Tennessee Freedom Force, check them out on Facebook. You will not be. Sorry, they are one of our uh, loudest family members, and they are our group of family members, so they're a big group, and they're strong, and they're moving forward, and they're making waves, so definitely check out Tennessee Freedom Forced. Um, Joe Bo says, I do, I don't, not on a phone, I don't, not on a phone, don't know what you're talking about, brother, but it's glad to have, have you, and one more, Jeremy, super Trump, nice chatting with you, um, thank, oh, thank you very much, that's right, you were on the, on the voice chat, 
uh, last week. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Let's move over to YouTube. Margaret Mosley says, Alabama here. Ruby Hines is watching. Brandy Peterson. Please watch Greg Locke's last sermon. Definitely check out uh, Brother Greg Locke. Brenda Hines, the man in black from Georgia. Oh, must be me. <laughs> How you doing, girl? Good to see you. We've got Linda Zollinger is in the building. Zollinger, I think maybe it's probably the, pronounce, the, the proper way to pronounce it. Dorothy Vowell says, hey there, everybody. And let's see, one more. We've got Yvonne Farrellis says, hey, Jeremy, from Branson, Missouri. The COVID. I don't know what she said. Hold on. What did she say about COVID? The COVID hotspot, LOL. And she put it in quotes. <laughs> and CQ Lime says, you look great in black. I think we all look great in black, don't we? I appreciate that. I appreciate you very much for saying that. And Jeffrey Poole from Michigan. Of course, you can check out Poole Auto right there in Michigan. All you got to do is Google it. I'm sure you'll find it. Ladies and gentlemen, that is how we honor, highlight, talk to, and keep in contact with our audience here on Live from America. And if you're watching on Roku or Fire Stick or any digital TV brands, you might also want to pop out your cell phone and check out what it looks like on Rumble because that is where the beautifulness of the show actually lives, is on Rumble. The the Roku and Fire Stick and uh, YouTube, they all see a different version of it. They're not seeing the videos that we're bringing up. So, you know, you won't see those until I upload the the recorded version to fire stick and rumble but you do get to catch the live version when we go live so i also want to give out a few more shout outs and thanks here i'd like to thank um diane swanson i got your letter today or your uh your donation today in the mail so thank you very much for your monthly donation uh carol kenyon Oh, Carol Kenyon. She's a new monthly donor, one of our newest monthly donors. And she sent me um, some Christian workbooks for my children. And I wanted to say thank you very much for doing that. Um, but not only did she send the uh, Christian workbooks for the kids, she also sent this hat. And I love this hat. Check this out. It's a camo hat. And it says, proudly unpoisoned. Woo! I can imagine you get some looks from your liberal friends, your liberal neighbors around the area. But let me read to you um, what Carol's uh, card said. Uh, she says, Dear Jeremy, I hope, you, um, I hope you can use the enclosed kids' workbooks to give out as you see fit. Thank you very much. I will. I like the smaller devotional series books as they are brief, yet thought-provoking. The hat, proudly unpoisoned, speaks for itself. She says, as a cattle rancher in Central California, I wear a hat almost daily, and I always like to make people think. We're in a, we're in a fairly conservative area, sprinkled with liberals, so you never know who may get offended. Guess what? Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody with a smiley face girl i love you she says pray for change in california i emailed Ari elder or excuse me larry elder with your contact info today and uh she says from your newest monthly donor carol kenyon god bless you carol thank you so very much however we got one more nice present to show you and this comes from of course michaela wagner and rachel alt now they sent me um gifts before they sent me tumblers and water bottles with uh with uh you know the hip-hop patriot on it but uh they sent some more for the rest of the family so the kids get to join in on the fun as well and so does my wife here's just an example this is to uh my daughter olivia and as you can see there it's a skateboard because she loves skateboarding and so they what she did is she reached out and she asked what the kids love 
and she put that and incorporated that into the water bottles or tumblers, whatever you call them, that she sent. I mean, how great is that? How great are you guys to do things for my family whom you've never actually met? And she says, hope you and your family are well. I know this has taken some time, but life doesn't always go as planned. <laughs> and our schedules don't always flow as we pictured. Boy, I'm the king of that. Um, she says, if you recall, I sent you a, tele a telegram asking for the interests of your children. In this box, you will find the reason I was inquiring. I don't have specific interest for Sabrina, so we designed ourselves. Uh, my daughter-in-law previously made you two tumblers, the Hip Hop Patriot, one that's just way up there above me, and uh, and the, the Lion's Not Sheep Tumbler. However, we wanted to make something for your family. The LFA family knows uh, that you spend time away from them to give us the deets on things happening in our world and to share God's word. This is a small token of our appreciation. I am thankful that they share you with us. Hope you enjoy them and know that they were made with love and gratitude. Michaela Wagner and Rachel Alt. God bless you. God bless you for thinking of my family. And so many of you do. So many of you constantly are asking how my family is, how the kids are, how Sabrina is. I, I, I could not tell you how blessed we feel. We wake up every day feeling so blessed, praying for every one of you. We go to bed every day pr uh, thankful for all the blessings that you and God bestow on us and asking for your prayers as well. So it's truly incredible. Um, I'd also like to... Um, let you know again that I did sh shoot out 40 of the Swamp Donkey stickers for donors today. And each person who buys a hat or a 3% when tyranny, uh, tyranny becomes law, you know, those new shirts that are out, then you all get a um, Swamp Donkey sticker as well. I keep forgetting what that says on the bottom. When tyranny becomes law, that's right, rebellion becomes duty. When tyranny becomes law, rebellion becomes duty. And those are from RMA Apparel. Check them out as well. All right, folks, we're going to get right into the only thing that matters in our lives, and that is God. So, reading from Jesus Calling, the evening version on August 5th here on Live from America, it says the following. My chosen have consistently forgotten me and the great works I've done on their behalf. To help in your endeavor to remember, view yourself first and foremost as my beloved, since that is your ultimate identity, and fill your mind with Bible verses that convince you of my perfect love for you. Pour out your heart to me, for I am your refuge. You're going to have to go way back in the beginning of the Bible to get where she's pulling this from, and it's Exodus 14.21 and 22. Again, Exodus 14, 21, and 22. And it says, Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and all that night the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land. The waters were divided, and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with a wall of water on their right and on their left. And what I love about that verse is there's been so many scientists that said, well, maybe it was like a high tide, low tide thing. There's been so many scientists that tried to prove on how, which way Moses could have gone to where the, the water had rescinded or the water was pulled back. And there were there's been so many different documentaries and so many different people trying to prove how this could have happened. But it says right here how it happened, folks. 
You don't have to spend billions of dollars to send scientists out there to try to figure out what the Lord's already telling you he did. And he said there was water on the right and a wall of water on the left. There is no way the water could have rescinded and been like a high tide, low tide thing. There's no way that the wind could have just pushed the water back and they walked on the outskirts and then the water came back and filled in the area afterwards so that the Egyptians were flooded and killed. No, it says there was a wall of water on the right and a wall of water on the left. Says it right there. Also from Psalm 62, 8. Trust in him at all times. O people, pour out your hearts to him, for God is your refuge. Also, you could read Matthew eleven twenty eight, which talks about this as well. But before you turn out the light tonight, endeavor to remember all that I have done for you and to ask for my help in remembering. Amen, folks? Amen. And we do forget things all the time as a, as a people in the flesh. Just need to keep putting those Bible verses in our heads, folks, because once they fill our heads, they fill our hearts. When they fill our hearts, that's when we experience joy. So please, remove your hats. Because we've become to the or we've come to the Lord's Prayer section of the show. If you are new watching live from America, we ask that you share this video out to as many people as you possibly can. We need as many earballs and eye drums on the gospel as possible, and then we need as many more uh, to, to, to follow on on what's going on in this world, so that they can have ammo to fight for their country, for their families, and for God. Here we go, our Father, who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Woo-hoo-hoo! Earballs and eye drums, eyeballs and eardrums, whatever you want to call it, folks. We need as many on this show as possible. So we're going to get right to the first and foremost section of today because I got so much news to spew out of my conservative, godly mouth because I got to get right from this show right to my kids' last game to determine whether they play in the championship or not. So ladies and gentlemen, let's get started with first and foremost, let's talk about how people are turning their ways from God, turning their backs on God, turning their backs on Christians, putting Christians in a mm, very, very peculiar position in life today because Christians are basically trying to, they're, they're trying to eradicate God. They're trying to eradicate Christianity. They're trying to eradicate what Jesus did on this earth. So many people are now coming out saying Jesus is actually Satan and Christianity died in 70 AD. Blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. Well, Eventbrite. You might know who Eventbrite is. You've heard of Ticketmaster. You've heard of Eventbrite. These are organizations, companies, that actually you team up with to have them give you a link and then send out the physical tickets to the tickets that people purchase on the website. They get a cut of every ticket sold, and that's how they make their money. It was just a matter of time, folks, before Eventbrite, Ticketmaster, and everybody else went woke and stopped selling to people who are, I don't know, Christian, maybe stop selling to people who next is going to be, are not vaccinated. This is how they're going to ensure that you do not get to participate 
in certain things. But Eventbrite did have this this story here has nothing to do with Tony Fauci's virus, COVID-19. No, no, no. Eventbrite canceled all tickets for a patriotic Christian event coming at the end of August. A patriotic Christian event called uh, Bards Fest. And it was scheduled to go, it's still scheduled to go on because the festival's not canceled. Just Eventbrite's partnership with the festival has been canceled. Now, here's what I don't understand. <clears throat> you knew what the event was prior to entering into this partnership because you, in, in, in your application, you ask what it is, what it's celebrating. What the event is, is it musical, is it religious, is it political? They, they make you fill out this entire thing. Okay, so they knew getting into this with Bards Fest what it was. Knew that. So what changed? Why would Eventbrite all of a sudden go woke and decide they don't want this Christian event to go on? Glad you asked. Let's talk about that a little bit more. First of all, let me give you the mission statement of Bards Fest. It is a... Christian festival that brings together God-fearing, Christ-loving patriots from all over the country and all over the world to celebrate His glory, His might, and His love. What sounds bad about that? Please, somebody tell me what sounds so terrible about a festival that's bringing together Christian God-loving patriots from all over the world to celebrate His glory, His might, and His love. One word that we said in that little sentence is what triggered Eventbrite to eventually cancel their partnership and cancel all tickets being sold. And then they did do one thing. They refunded everybody who bought a ticket. Okay? Well, let me read to you what happened, ladies and gentlemen. Because what happened is a left-wing crazy nutjob organization decided that they were going to write a letter to Eventbrite. And they were going to put out a hit piece about this festival. And attach these people to QAnon. And to QAnon militia groups that have nothing to do with this festival. Okay? Let me read this to you. Bards Fest is an assembly of patriots coming together to pray with truth, to inspire action through knowledge and resources, to celebrate fellowship and family, and above all, to celebrate the Word of God. We are a nation adrift, wandering in the desert of spiritual darkness. Bards Fest is a renewal, a revival, a reawakening, reawakening of God's glory as the foundation of our great nation. Mm. Ah, now you're starting to get crazy. You're starting to talk about the word patriot. Remember, that word is a hate word now to BLM. It is the forge to recreate the new republic on the bedrock of in God we trust. But what happened yesterday morning was that Media Matters. Now, who is Media Matters, you might ask yourself? Well, Media Matters is a liberal Trump derangement syndrome crying baby organization who just can't keep their nose out of other people's business and who have to go woke and complain and cry that somebody's doing something that they don't like that they wouldn't go to anyway. Well, Media Matters, the site, they put out this hit piece that is apparently anti-Christian and anti-American by its own actions released this hit piece, and their piece was used to encourage Eventbrite, the ticket company, to cancel the Christian event. 
Okay? Far left media matters agenda for years through its action is to attack and destroy any pro-American conservative individual or entity. In its hit piece on July 28, 2021, it shares the following on the Christian event scheduled for St. Louis. <clears throat> the event management ticket uh, ticketing platform Ticketmaster and Eventbrite are both profiting from selling tickets to the upcoming conference, organized by a supporter of the QAnon conspiracy theory, it said, who also has ties to a QAnon militia group. No proof of that whatsoever, just complete stupid liberal rhetoric, just to try to put any kind of poison into this event as possible, to try to get Ticketmaster and Eventbrite to pull their support. Okay? <clears throat> and it says... Um, Multiple other QAnon and anti-vaccine influencers are also scheduled to attend the conference, which seemingly violates the rules of both platforms. The conference, called Bards Fest, is scheduled for late August and claims that it will bring together God-fearing, Christ-loving patriots from all over the world to hear some of the nation's most powerful voices of God, liberty, and freedom. The conference's website links to Eventbrite and Ticketmaster for attendees to buy tickets. Notably, both platforms take a cut of the ticket sales. So you see what they're trying to do here. They are trying to lie, number one, about who's attending, speaking, and singing at this event. None of the people that they uh, that are involved in this event are anything to do with Q QAnon or militia groups. None of them. Not a single one. But what they did is they took this this Nancy Pelosi House of uh, Hypocrite Democrat talking narrative and they've attached it to a Christian group because they are Christian patriots. Because they are going to do this festival in order to obviously honor God first, but then to talk about and hopefully revive what our founding fathers built this country on. And, oh, don't want nothing to do with that, folks. So what they did is they attached QAnon to it. Then they started attacking Eventbrite and Ticketmaster so that they would cancel culture these guys by saying that you're profiting off QAnon white supremacist um, events. This is disgusting, folks. So, ladies and gentlemen, long story short, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go on and read the rest of it. But Bard's Fest is scheduled to still go on in St. Louis. On the at the end of August, and Eventbrite will no longer be a part of it. But you know what? Good riddance to bad rubbish. Now we know not to partner with Eventbrite if you're holding a patriotic event or any event. Don't give them any money whatsoever. And as a matter of fact, do exactly what the left does. Reach out to Eventbrite by the thousands and let them know what you think of them as being un-American, um, anti-patriotic, anti-Christian, because that's what that's what they are. Now, Ticketmaster's still holding strong, but I guarantee you by the end of next week, they'll be gone too. Just another example, folks, just another example of cancel culture, and I started out this uh, show today talking about the importance of the Christian voice getting louder and louder, and where we fit in in this today's crazy world, and why the church needs to get off the fence. And we're going to end with that as well, because I got a lot to talk about when it comes to that. Now, what I want to do is take a quick break, highlight a great patriotic company on America Strong page on JeremyHerald.com, and we'll be right back with more news in just a second. Now, this company, I posted this on Telegram the other day, it's called Cleaning Made Beautiful. If you live in Pennsylvania, specifically the Pittsburgh area, these are one of the companies on the America Strong page 
on JeremyHarrell.com. I spoke with my web guy yesterday who handles the entire, you know, uh, adding the businesses to the page, trying to put it together. If you don't send logos, he tries to go out and find logos to put them to them. It is actually a lot of work. And I asked him where he was, you know, with, with getting all the businesses up there. He says, dude, they just come in every day. He goes, so I try to a lot, you know, a little bit of my time each week to try to put up 20 or 30 of them. I said, well, how many have you got left? Because there's still people asking, you know, I put my business up there, but it's not there. He said, there's probably about 40 or 50 that he's not touched yet. So just know he's getting to them. But if you check out the America Strong page uh, tab on JeremyHarrell.com, you got to check out the cleaning made. Okay, they're equal friendly, uh, eco-friendly cleaning. They started out with barely anybody, and now they have tons of employees. Um, they reached out to me on this very same post that I did on Telegram, thanking me. And you definitely want to check them out if you're looking for somebody to help clean, clean your house weekly, or or help you clean a big project that you're working on or something like that. Then reach out to the cleaning, cleaning made beautiful, and you can get your quote by calling seven two four. 204-4344. Again, 724-204-4344. And I'm not in any kind of partnership with these guys. This is just the, what we do on Live from America. We make, a, we make a directory for all of us to spend our money together. And if you live in the Pittsburgh area and you're looking for somebody to help clean, that's who you want to call. So, always got to highlight those great American patriotic companies on the website. All right, folks, back with more Live from America. Let's get to it because we got a lot to get through. And today, I noticed that Moderna and the World Health Organization are sending mixed messages. Who would have ever thought, right? Who would have ever thought that the CDC and the WHO and these big pharmaceutical companies like Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, and who else knows, whatever, whatever other companies are out there working on it, who would have ever thought that they'd have mixed messages, I mean, they've got their stuff run so tight. And, you know, you know, COVID is such a real threat with its 99.99999% survival rating. It's so bad and so terrible that you would think that these world leaders, when it comes to, you know, keeping people safe, the health departments, they'd all have some, you know, one cohesive message. But ladies and gentlemen, that's not true. No, no, no. Because this morning, at 7.35 this morning, Moderna... It was reported at 7.35 anyway that Moderna put out a statement that said you are going to need a third booster shot right now as we go into the fall and winter months. So if you got your first shot and you got your second shot, now you need your third booster shot and you want to get it as soon as possible going into the fall and winter months. That is what Moderna said, or at least that is what it was reported that they said at 7.35 a.m. this morning. I, I saw it as soon as it popped up because I was already monitoring what was going on from the night, uh, for the previous night until I woke up that morning. However, then the weirdest thing happens. Just a few hours later, the World Health Organization puts out a statement and says, nope, hold up, back up the vaccine truck for a minute. Nope, you, gotta, you can't get your third booster shot yet. Well, why can't you get your third booster shot? Right? Not now. I just, just, just to let you know, I don't care what the WHO says. I don't care what the CDC says. I don't care what the LGBTQ says. I don't care what any of these alphabet companies say. I don't care what any of them say. They're all liars. But the the, the mere reason, the the actual fact that they all 
say different things on the same day should let you know it's a big lie. Because if, it, if you're telling lie after lie after lie after lie after lie after lie, nobody can keep their story straight. So when you go read the story of why the WHO says, don't oh, hold up, don't get your third shot, it says the reason they want you to hold off on your third shot is because they want to make sure that the rest of the world, the third world countries, the countries that are, you know, the low population of vaccinations, they want to make sure they catch up first. So ladies and gentlemen, we got to vaccinate the whole world. Everybody in the world from top to bottom, left to right, whether it's flat or round or cube or squared, whatever shape the world is, okay, the whole world needs to be vaccinated, but we got to make sure that these folks catch up to where we are in order to get your third booster shot. So for those out there who believe in vaccines, for those out there who are vaccinated, who, for those out there who do listen to the WHO and the CDC and Moderna and Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson and the rest of them, how are they supposed to know? How are they supposed to know what to do? What about the people who got the Moderna shot and Moderna reached right out to them through their little app or whatever and said, beep, 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 you're due for your third booster shot going into the fall and winter. Go to your local Walgreens or your local whatever, your local grocery store, your Walmart and get your shot today. Okay, that's cool. But wait, eh, 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 nope, don't get your third shot. Got to hold off on those. We need to vaccinate, you know, the rest of the world. So don't do it. The, the, the whole point of me telling you this story is it doesn't really make a different bit of difference in your life, my life, or anybody's life. Really, to be honest with you, except for those poor people who haven't gotten it yet and who are going to be getting it uh, by force or whatever. The whole reason for me telling you this is just to add to the lies upon the lies upon the lies upon nobody knows what they're talking about. The mixed messaging is absolutely... It's like... It's like misinformation. It's like the, 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 the mixed messages from all of these world leaders when it comes to this is kind of like the amount of misinformation that Facebook says is out on the internet. It's so stupid. Just another reason to stay far, far away from it if you can. Of course, it's your choice. I'm not... People say, well, I've been vaccinated. So what, do you hate me? No, I don't hate you. I don't hate anybody for getting vaccinated. I don't hate anybody for wearing masks. I just want you to know that all of this stuff surrounding these vaccines is so unorthodox so weird so creepy so cringy that i don't want anything to do with it and i'm and the reason i tell you guys all about it even if you have been vaccinated is so that you can at least have all the information you need to make the next choice that you make maybe you'll make a different one i don't know all right uh as you all know that i i interviewed garrett saldano who's running for michigan governor and since the interview him and i have been talking through text message back and forth quite regularly over the last couple days. And I told him, I said, look, feed me any information coming out of Michigan as, as you can from your perspective, from running for governor, from things that people in, in, in legislature are telling you, people that other candidates are telling you, your campaign people. I want to know everything that's going on from Michigan. Okay? And he's doing that. Well, he actually sent me something that was very useful today because I wouldn't have gotten this on any major uh, network. I wouldn't have gotten it through... Even like medium size, like Gateway Pundits and stuff like this. Action News Detroit. If you live in Detroit or around Detroit, you probably know this station. Action News, which is Channel 7, which is an ABC affiliate, they put out a poll to everyone in Detroit. Now, this is a local news station in Detroit. The poll that they put out was for people that lived in Detroit. Now, we know, at least what they tell us is, that Detroit is mainly liberal, mainly blue, and has a lot of different people from a lot of different races. You know, black, white, brown, purple, everybody. Mixed. 
diverse, right? A large, a large population of minority. Well, they put out this poll, and this poll said, this poll asked everybody anyway, should the state of Michigan require proof of vaccination to enter restaurants and gyms? Now, you would think that a poll that was taken in Detroit for people who live in Detroit about vaccinations or lockdowns or masky pads of any kind would heavily weigh liberal. But this is why Garrett Saldano can win. This is why Joe Blystone can win. This is why Gary Youngkin can win. This is why um, anybody who, who attacks this message can win. Because it was whopping, it was a very big difference. 15% said yes that the state or the, the state of Michigan should require proof of vaccination to enter restaurants and gyms. 15% said yes, and a whopping 85% said no. That is a major, major liberal area. That's why this poll is so important. Garrett, if you're watching, brother, thank you for sending me that. Because that opens up an entire opportunity for people running for governor of that state. Whether it be Tudor Dixon, whether it be Garrett Saldano, whether it be anybody who's running for governor of that state or any state. The point of the matter, I, the fact, the point here is it's not who's running where, okay? As long as there's good candidates running, there's, that's great. The, the point of this story is not to say, well, this person could win if. No, anybody can win if they go on this message. Why? Because Democrats, not politicians, just Democrat voters are sick and tired. In seven months, they are sick and tired of what they see. And they definitely don't want to go, they definitely don't want to go the way of New York, and they definitely don't want to go uh, back to last year's lockdowns. So I don't care how popular Gretchen Whitmer or, or Cuomo or any of these guys, or DeWine, I don't care how popular any of them are with their own base. They're very unpopular in their states, and this is how they win. So the fact that we can see that 85% of people who live in Detroit says no on the vaccine passports, you <laughs> that don't look good for Biden, that don't look good for Cuomo, that don't look good for Whitmer, that don't look, look good for anybody, anybody pushing that crap. So that's good news. That's a, that's a small win that we would have not heard about on the national news. You're never gonna, they're not going to play that. They're not going to play that stuff. Nobody's going to nobody's going to uh, try to get that out there because their their narrative is, is the other. Their narrative is lockdowns, passports, masks, all of it. Yay! Oh, how ridiculous! And you know what? Speaking of ridiculous governors, let's just go ahead right now and give the dumb dumb award. Dumb dumb award goes to Mister Blackface Clan Robe Ralph Northam, Governor of Virginia. That's who the Dumb Dumb Award goes to today because Governor Northam has come out and given his kingly orders. And you Virginians, you better fall in line and listen real quick. Governor Northam came out today and said all kids in Virginia have to wear masks when they go back to school. From a, you know, babies, as soon as you're born, you have to put on a mask on. When that doctor pulls you out of your uh, mom's uh, womb, boom, put a mask on him. All the way up until they go into the grave. Mask, 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 mask. Everybody mask, right? So Governor Northam comes out today and says all kids in school from kindergarten all the way up through uh, college have to wear masks. There's only one problem with that. Governor, Governor Blackface, Governor Klan Robes, Governor Racist Ralph Northam. There's only one problem with that. 
multiple school boards have already gotten together in the state of Virginia and have voted and, and to ban mask mandates. Ban masks in schools. So here you have local municipalities, local school boards, who hold more power than the governor himself. You can't just come in and tell a town what they have to do. You can't just come in and tell a, uh, um, a city what they have to do. You can come in and tell them what they can't do, but you can't come in and tell them what they have to do. There's a big difference there. So there's multiple county or multiple school boards already who have made their decision. No more masks, period. Somebody says, Jeremy, you need to get Jonathan Whitman from Wisconsin on. Love to hear what he has to say. I just interviewed him last week. If you go back to the last week's shows, you'll see it. He was on the show. Great interview as well. Definitely check it out if you missed it. But uh, if you have multiple school boards that already said no to the masks, what are you going to do? Well, I'll tell you what he did. This is why he came out today. Because he came out today and said, nope, I don't care what your school board has already voted. He says, if you move forward and put your kids to school without masks on, I will pull your funding. This is what he threatened them with. I will pull your funding and... You better lawyer up because we're going to take you to court. This is a governor of a state waging financial and financial war and violating the, the civil rights of his own people. But definitely waging a financial war on the school boards or on the school districts that are in his own state. Threatening to pull their funding, which would destroy them, and then threatening them that I will see you in court lawyer up, which would cost them tens of thousands of dollars. That's the kind of guy you want running your state? Sure you don't want somebody like Yunkin or somebody like that in? You want this guy who's threatening to pull your funding? Remember when Michelle, excuse me, Michael Obama said he was going to pull the funding of any school who didn't let boys use girls' bathrooms? Remember that? He was going to pull the lunch school funding. The free lunch program. He was going to pull that. Michael, I'm talking about Barack Hussein Obama's husband. He was going to pull that. This is very reminiscent of that. He's literally going above and beyond his powers, thinking he's a king, and telling the people of the state, I don't care what you voted in your school boards. If you send your kids to school without masks on, your funding is being pulled. Then you're going to lawyer up and spend tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands on a lawyer. We're going to take you to court. And when it's all said and done, all you state employees are going to have to get vaccinated anyway. So, haha, Governor Northam wins. Yay, Governor Blackface. What is going on, folks? Got to get Youngkin on the show. That's for sure. Anybody who can take these people out of power, got to get them on the show, got to highlight them, and we got to bring awareness to what's going on. People in Virginia, rise up. Rise up. Let them take you to court. Go ahead. Go ahead, take us to court. You're going to look like such a dictator when you bankrupt school districts and nobody can get an education anymore. But it's probably the whole plan for the hope and change regime from 2008 that's still in power today. Not a good move, folks. Not a good move. You're really making a lot of people angry. And uh, I don't think people are going to take much more of this stuff. I really don't. I really don't. So people in Virginia, there's some good ammo for you. Rise up. We will be back in just a few short seconds with more Live from America, folks. Hey, Borger and Posse. 
Real America's voice in the war room's voice just got louder. Look, we're rolling out throughout the country because of this grassroots movement and support that you give us. The fight against the corporate interest, the extreme left, the woke media, the woke corporations, Wall Street is only going to get tougher and more meaningful. You now can see us on your local TV stations. Check out locally where you can get Real America's Voice and the War Room. Check it out. Real America's Voice and the War Room coming to a TV station near you. Lean into freedom and join Real America's Voice as we come to a broadcast station near you. Thank you to each new affiliate station across our great country for joining our powerful grassroots campaign. America has found its voice. Download the Real America's Voice app and join other Americans just like you across the country coming together for real change. Back with more Live from America and I got another Dumb Dumb Award to give away. Now I gave myself a Dumb Dumb this morning. If you did not see this morning's show... It'll tell you that nobody is safe from getting a Dum Dum Award if they're acting like a Dum Dum, which I did yesterday. However, I'm going to give the Dum Dum Award today to Representative Cory Bush. Cue the Dumb and Dumb music. You know, I thought that there was nobody more stupid than AOC in Congress. I then thought, well, there's nobody more dumb than Ilhan Omar in Congress. But I think Cory Bush might be the winner of the dum-dums in Congress, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Because not only is she on her anti-police, defund the police rhetoric again, not only is she on that, but she says that her security is more important than your security. She is spending $200,000 of your taxpayer money to be protected from white nationalists, and QAnon conspiracy theorist militia groups. $200,000 of taxpayer money goes to protect this wildebeest, ignorant dum-dum. But yet she is still calling for you to defund the police so that they can't protect the every, every, everyday average Joe or Jill. If we're being fair, you don't deserve protection but Representative Cory Bush does. And if you don't remember who Representative Cory Bush is, well, ladies and gentlemen, she's the same person who begged to have her office moved away from Marjorie Taylor Greene's because Marjorie Taylor Greene scared her and was a threat to her. She's the same Cory Bush who tried to lie and say that Marjorie Taylor Greene said something to her while passing her in the halls of Congress, even though she was too stupid to realize that Marjorie Taylor Greene was doing a live video when the idiot said that she said what she said, which she really didn't. Here's a video of Cori Bush continuing to be just as ignorant as she has always been every time you've heard her name. Unbelievable. The thing... I won't let them get that off. You can't get that off. I'm going to make sure I have security because I know I have had attempts on my life and I have too much work to do. There are too many people that need help right now for me to, to allow that. So if I end up spending 200000 if I spend 10, 10, 10 more dollars on it, you know what? I get to be here to do the work. So suck it up and defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police and put that money into social safety nets. If I had to spend another $200,000, if I had to spend $10, you know what? I am worth it. 
If I had to spend a billion dollars, then that's so be it. Because I'm here to do the people's work. So I don't care how much money I spend, but we need to defund the police so they can't protect all of you. Nobody cares. About you? Or about hurting you? Or about saying anything to you? You are literally nobody. You are a person who won a popularity contest because you race-baited everybody into voting for you. You have zero intelligence. You have zero qualifications. You have zero skill. You have zero wisdom. You, ha- you are nothing but a big zero. You're definitely not a hero. You're a loser. How does... <laughs> Give me my 200 grand. Protect me, but defund the police. There you go, folks. There's your dum-dum of the day. Oh, the nerve of these people. Well, let's get away from stupid people for a minute. Let's get away from blackface governors for a minute. Let's get away from dictator totalitarian leaders for just a second. And let's highlight somebody with a little bit more common sense. Let's highlight somebody with a little bit more skill, intelligence, IQ, whatever you want to call it. Just a far better citizen than the wildebeest that you just saw. And that is going to be Arizona State Senator... Wendy Rogers. Wendy Rogers is on a terror right now to expose the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors and Katie Hobbs, the Secretary of State. She is calling for the decertification of the 2020 presidential election in which she should call for it because there was massive fraud that went on. In her latest uh, attempt to get the the uh, fraudulent certification decertified, she's decided to put together a a petition, because why not? Why not have a petition of millions and millions of people that said, oh, we want a decertification? It only adds, it's like a cherry on top of the hammer that that she and Sonny Borelli and the rest of the Arizona Senate are dropping on Maricopa County and Katie Hobbs. I'm wondering why we haven't heard from Katie Hobbs. I'm wondering why... Usually Katie Hobbs runs her jabber jaw constantly about how Republicans are racist. Usually the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors is constantly in the news running their mouth, but I haven't really heard much from him. I have heard from Jack Sellers saying that he wasn't going to hand anything over, but other than that, we've not heard anything. So uh, let me just pull this over here so you guys can see this. Arizona State Senator Wendy Rogers launches petition to decertify the 2020 election. So... Basically, it's pretty self-explanatory, but I want you guys to see. There it is right there. She tweets out, sign up for the sign up if you agree we need to decertify the election. She's got a picture of her and President Donald J. Trump there. Says sign the petition to support the election integrity in Arizona. So here's the website, folks. You ready? Got a pen? Got a paper? Got a good brain? Got a good memory? Either way, here it comes. Action dot Wendy Rogers. I am going to put that in the comment thread right now so that you guys have it. Okay? Move that out of the way. Again, that is action.wendyrogers.org. Not not .com, .org. Action.wendyrogers.org. Okay? You want to go sign that petition. Go sign it. Get as many names on it as possible because this is another... Arrow in the quiver, not of Nancy Pelosi, but, you know, our arrows. And a uh, big shout-out to, to Wendy Rogers for standing tall. She's not, she doesn't care. She does not care. 
because she knows that President Trump won the election. You know it, I know it, the liberals know it, everybody knows it, Maricopa County Board of Supervisors know it, Dominion knows it, Doug Ducey knows it, Mark Burnovich knows it, Katie Hobbs knows it. Okay? Uh, Governor Northam knows it, Newsom knows it, everybody knows it. No secret. So you definitely want to check that out, action.wendyrogers.org. All right? All right, folks. Bring this right over here. Here we go. Um, I want to go ahead and give away the Smarty Award of the day, so we're going to go ahead and cue this drum roll real quick. Smarty Award, live from America, goes to... Boom. The Smarty Award is actually going to go to a pastor that I spoke to today. And the pastor's name is... um, Well, I don't know if I should give his full name, but we'll just call him Pastor Tom. How about that? I spoke to this Pastor Tom in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina today. And we were talking about church's role in the fight that's going on today. What is the church's role? Why do we have people sitting on the fence? Why do we have people that don't want to talk about very, very important issues in this country because they're afraid to tie it together with some kind of political speech and then they lose their 501c3? And he stopped me there and he said, that's the problem. And I said, what's the problem, sir? He said that all these churches thinking that they need to have some kind of 501c3 status to be tax exempt. I said, well, don't they? This is what I love. And I'm sure some of you probably already know this. But I didn't know this, but I know it now. He said, you don't need a 501c3 to be tax exempt as a church, as a religious organization. I said, you don't? He says, no. Why do you think I've been so vocal when it comes to politics? How do you think I've been at the head of the spear fighting this craziness that's going on in this world in our church? And I said, I don't know. Please tell me. And he said, you're automatically tax-exempt when you register a pastor with the church. You're automatically tax-exempt under 508. Not 501c3, under 508. And I said, well, what's the difference? So I decided to go and, re- and, and research it as he told me what it was. And I said, oh, okay. I get it now. I understand what it is now. When you apply to be tax-exempt to be a 501c3 as a religious organization, ladies and gentlemen, you are basically applying to the IRS so that the IRS can say, okay, we will give you tax-exempt status under a 501c3 if you follow these guidelines. Well, what are those guidelines? Well, there's many of the guidelines that you already know, but one of those guidelines is that you don't um, that you don't highlight a political candidate of one party or the next, right? Wonder why they do that. Why would they do that, folks? Why would the IRS make the world believe, and and again, this isn't common knowledge, so there might be a few people that know, but not everybody knows this. So you've got to ask yourself, why why does the IRS have the world believe, and the churches believe, that they have to apply to them to get a tax-exempt status as a church, and part of that is you have to follow guidelines. And what are those guidelines? Well, one of them is that you cannot highlight one political candidate of a major party for politics ever. Why? Why do you think that would be in there? I could tell you why. It's been an attempt for years, folks, for decades, decades and decades and decades to keep God out of what goes on with our political spectrum in this world. Because, see, the further they can get God away, and the further they can give you the big lie of separation of church and state, which I've told you is nowhere in the Constitution, is nowhere in the Declaration of Independence, is nowhere in the Federalist Papers, and is nowhere in the Bill of Rights. I've told you this many times. 
So so why do we even talk about separation of church and state? Well, it goes, it's tied right in with the fact, ladies and gentlemen, that they want you to apply to them to be a 501c3, and part of that is following their rules, and part of their rules is you cannot talk about politics. And this is why so many churches are so afraid to get off the fence and say, it is wrong to kill a baby. Oh, can't say that, now you're identifying as a conservative church, pull your 501c3. So So churches are afraid. The government has made the churches on purpose be afraid to endorse a candidate because they knew that a majority of the church a majority of the churches in this country would be conservative. Why? Because we don't believe in abortion. We do believe in the freedoms that our founding forefathers put in our founding documents and they were all men of God. You would you I guarantee you today's government would call um would call Thomas Jefferson an insurrectionist. They would call George Washington an insurrectionist. Why? Because the crown probably called them insurrectionists. But guess what? They were men of God. They were Christian men who wanted freedom, who wanted the freedoms that was guaranteed, guaranteed to them by God at birth, and they fought for that freedom. And ever since then, ladies and gentlemen, the government, the Democrats, the dirty swamp donkey politicians and rhino politicians alike have done everything they can to get God away from politics. Because with God in politics, that means there needs to be a moral compass. In God we trust, right? Right in the, right, right in the halls of Congress, it says, in God we trust. If you have God involved in politics, that means that there's somebody to answer to besides the voters that you can lie to and screw over constantly. I did not know that under a 508, you are tax-exempt automatically just for registering a pastor as part of the church. The difference is, pretty much everything is the same, 501c3, 508, pretty much exactly the same. The, The difference is you're not asking the IRS to participate into their guidelines for them to tax exempt you. That's what they want to make you believe. The other difference is if somebody in the congregation donates to the church, they can't write that off. There's the kicker, folks. If somebody donates to the church, they can't legally write that off with the IRS. Because that church has not entered into an agreement or a partnership with the IRS. Does that all make sense? Does that all make sense to you folks? So this has been a long, long, long time coming. And more people need to wake up and realize the truth. So I thought that I would play a little video for you on the separation of church and state. Let me find that and bring it up here for you. Where do I got that? Oh, hold on a second. See if I can find it again. I lost it. This is a PragerU video. Mm, let's see here. Let's see if I can find it real quick. It's a PragerU video that really breaks down the tr- separation or the lie that, that is separation between church and state. Oh, can't believe I lost that. Son of a gun. Well, maybe I'll find it and post it later on. I don't want to spend I don't want to spend hours trying to look for it right now. But the but the separation between church and state thing it's only a lie. And in 1948, the Supreme Court ruled 5 to 4 based on they and they couldn't go to the Constitution. They couldn't go to the Constitution to 
put any kind of ruling out on this. So what they did is they went back to what Thomas Jefferson wrote when he wrote just simply one time, there does need to be some walls or some barriers in between church and state. But in no way, shape, or form was he saying that we shouldn't have God as a moral compass in politics. It wasn't nothing to do with that. But it was the only thing that the Supreme Court in 1948, 1947 or 1948, it's the only thing that they had to go back to, to be able to put this kind of rhetoric into law. So that, and, and really it's not even into law, it's just that the schools, the schools can't uh, promote one God over another. That's what it really came down to. It was to get God out of schools. So if you get God out of schools and you get God out of politics and now you get God out of uh, of everything, then there's no morals whatsoever and human beings can run rampant with what they want to do. Like make churches believe that you actually have to file for a 501c3 in order to be tax exempt. When you don't, you're automatically guaranteed that under the Constitution of the United States of America. Woo! Man, I love this job. I would never find this kind of stuff out if I didn't have this job. So thank you to every one of you who allow me to do this job, who fund this show, and allow me to be able to get this information. So I don't know if all churches know this. I know a lot of churches don't know this. I never heard of this. I know a lot of pastors who don't know anything about this. So I got schooled today. And Makisha says, read the Patriots Bible. It's all in there. I actually have a Patriots Bible, and I can see it right from where I'm sitting right now. Maybe I'll go in there and look that up. I, didn't, I did not know that. So, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of stuff going on. All right, I want to um, talk about the, the, uh, the infrastructure bill that the Republicans are about to give the Democrats, basically for free, for nothing whatsoever. First of all, I want to read to you the definition of infrastructure. A lot of people don't know what the defini- definition of infrastructure actually is. Well, I'm going to pull it up right now. <clears throat> Definition of an infrastructure says this, the basic physical and organizational structure and facilities, um, for example, buildings, roads, power supplies, needed for the operation of a society or an enterprise. So that's the definition of infrastructure. And what I gather from that is it needs to be something physical. It needs to be a building, a road, a structure or a power supply needed for the operation of a society or an enterprise. You want to know what's stuck inside this 1.5, whatever it is, $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill that the Republicans are about to go ahead and just give the Democrats for free? Well, I can tell you. One of the things in it is to mandate an in-car drunk driving technology into your vehicle. So from the minute that this is passed and it goes through, then there will be some kind of drunk driving technology in everybody's car in the near future. So you will not be able... Now, while that sounds great, it's a massive intrusion on your privacy. Period. Period. A massive intrusion on your privacy. So that will be stuck in there. A mandate in uh, for in-car drunk driving technology. Here's another thing. Does that sound like infrastructure to you? Here's another thing that's in there. Um... Diversity recruitment. Does that sound like infrastructure to you? Diversity recruitment. What does that mean? Well, diversity recruitment is uh, recruitment is $20 million is going to be allocated to the Department of Transportation in order to increase awareness opportunities for minorities to get a job there. 
Sound like infrastructure to you? Uh, millions for gender studies and gender reassignment. Does that sound like infrastructure to you? Hold on, there's more. They also want vote. Uh, they also want different. Uh, they also want the voting procedures of this country to be called infrastructure, so that they can pass it all through reconciliation with the bigger three point five trillion dollar one that's coming up, and they don't have to have any bipartisan support on whatsoever when it comes to classifying voting procedures in each state as national infrastructure. Not only that, folks, found on page 508 of the 2,700-page crap infrastructure bill is what Pete Buttigieg was talking about a few months ago that got very, very poor reviews from both Democrats and Republicans, and they quietly went away on it until it was found in this infrastructure bill. Because now your pay-per-mile... Yep, your gas ta- your tax for miles, the miles you drive on your car, that is found on page 508 of the 2,700-page infrastructure bill. So they're going to start taxing you on how many miles that you drive. Not just the gas that you buy, but the miles that you drive. A pay-per-mile tax that will go to the federal government. Does that sound like infrastructure to you? Because we know the money won't go to infrastructure. So all this is is a raise-your-tax bill for stuff that will not benefit you in your state and will go towards ridiculous things like gender reassignment and money for drunk driving technology that goes in everybody's car. So what do you got to do? Got to call your senators, folks. Got to call each one of your senators in your state and say, you vote on this, you're primaried out, period. Don't be giving the Democrats a win because Biden will come out the next day and say, oh, folks, 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 we, we win. We did a bipartisan deal, and, and this, is a, this is a very big win for the Biden administration. Uh, pressure and That's what that's doing. Mitch McConnell is handing a giant win over to the Biden administration, and for what? 10% of that bill is going to go towards actual infrastructure which I think we do need. I think we do need infrastructure rebuilding. We do need new bridges. We do need new roads. We do need new sidewalks. We do need new you know, sewer lines in our towns and things like that. We need all of that stuff. So why don't we spend the one point whatever trillion on all of that, fix what we got first, and then talk about your other stupid stuff, which we wouldn't pass anyway. More you know, folks. More you know. That's going to do it for tonight's show. I am going to get on with uh, uh, getting down to see my kids' last part of their game. Hopefully they make the championship. I'll let you know how it goes. And uh, just remember, folks, you can go now to JeremyHarrell.com and any hat or any new 3% when tyranny becomes law, then rebellion becomes duty t-shirts and you get a free Swamp Donkey sticker. And, of course, I'm continuing to send them out to each one of the donors as well. Hopefully you'll get yours in the mail soon. Thank you for joining in for both shows today. I want to say, remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you, folks. I will see you tomorrow for only one show. We're only doing an 11 o'clock show tomorrow, but we're also doing a Sunday special show with Pastor Tim Frisch. God bless you guys. I'll see you in the morning. Have a great night.
stop screaming that we first in America. First place. Black, white, brown, all cities, all towns, the rebirth of